0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Verzi Effect podcast show. My name is Paul Verzi, and today is Friday, March 27th, 2020, and you guys are listening to episode, what is it, 440? Is that is that where we're at? Yes, you guys are listening to episode 440. How the hell is everybody doing uh, on this quarantine day, whatever? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it is. For me, I believe, probably going on, what, almost 14 days now inside. Um, and it's uh, it's been pretty nuts, to say the least. Uh, but on the top of the show, I just want to uh, let everybody know what I've been going through. Um, and uh, I, w- I was actually questioning if I should tell people or not. But I think the responsible thing to do would be to um, at least tell people what's going on and, uh, my situation. Uh, no, I have not officially done any test to say that I am positive for the, um, COVID-19 virus. I cannot say that. However, um, and I'm feeling great now, but for about a week and a half to two weeks ago, I was experiencing symptoms and, um, some weird things. Um, Low grade fever, never anything much, um, a cough, but not enough to to ever try to go and take any kind of tests away from somebody that really needs it. And I definitely did not have um, shortness of breath, but I had aches, I had chills, a low grade fever, and just didn't feel right. Energy up, then energy down. Um, but <clears throat> what really freaked me out was um, NBA player Rudy Gobert, the first person to say that they um, had this, tweeted something out that he could not smell or taste anything for four days. Um, And then, I don't know what it was, how long ago, a week or so ago, I noticed that um, my sense of smell and taste was pretty much gone. Um, And it freaked me out. So I'm going, okay, I got aches that went away. I had this that seems fine. No real fever, no trouble breathing. But now the the tasting and the smelling, and then I'm like, am I fucking nuts or is this really happening? And um, I was basically told that um, since I'm not in a situation where I need a test or a hospital bed because I'm home, there's nothing life-threatening, I feel fine. Uh, Actually, there were moments of energy and great and then just a little bit of blah. And uh, then I just did a ton of reading. I was like, you know what? Uh, let me find all this stuff out, and it was just like, you know, stay home, (laughs) basically. Um, Yes, there are some viruses out there and things that can affect your smell and everything like that, but I know my body, um, and I just didn't feel right. It said that if you do lose any kind of your senses in your face or whatever, uh, mouth, uh, tasting, smelling, just isolate for seven days, um, and that's where I'm at. I'm over seven days. My first symptoms started, um, almost two weeks ago. And I got to tell you, I feel good. The coughing has stopped. There hasn't been a fever for days and I'm starting to get my smell and my taste back. So, um, I'm not going to make a big deal of this. I did not go get a test. I don't know if you were to really ask me hundred percent that I have this thing. I would have, I would, I would have bet. Yes. Um, only because of there was these weird like aches and chills without a bad fever. There was a lot of weird things that were happening to my body where I did not feel right. Um, but I don't know for a fact. So they just said, stay home, and I'm starting to feel great. The senses seem to start slowly coming back. I will tell you, it's very scary when you do not have a stuffy nose and you try to smell a potent bottle of whiskey and nothing. That freaked me out. But... Um, now I'm starting to get vague smells back and my taste seems to come back when I eat something so um, if I did have this thing uh, it looks like I'm a couple of days away from you know I know somebody had it and then nine days later got cleared and are negative and don't have it anymore and I'm hoping to God that I would be in the same boat um, so there you go that that's kind of what's going on and that's what's been going on but as you could tell um, in my voice I sound good I feel great. And um, each day has been better and better. Uh, I would be lying if I said there wasn't like three or four days that kind of really sucked in a row. And then, um, and then I just started to feel stronger and stuff. They're also saying a ton of people had this in January. I have friends and I know people that said that for two or three weeks, they were just sick with a cough, hard time breathing, laying in bed with a fever. They thought they had the flu and that was in late January when this was going around. So I think that there's, um, different groups of people. I think there's people that already had it and never known. Uh, I think there's people that don't get it, have not gotten it yet and um, then I think there's people who have it. And then obviously there's people who are immune to it that don't even know. So, uh, yeah, it's crazy what's going on. I, my heart goes out to all these people. Um, I could not imagine being one of these frontline workers in these hospitals and these nurses and doctors in the ER. And seeing people needing ventilators when there's only limited... It's an absolute fucking nightmare like a movie. And uh, I can't believe that in my lifetime I'm seeing this. I can't believe that uh, this is a reality, man. This is like a movie that's... Um, you know, that's that's just like brutal. like You know? Like a respiratory disease or whatever just going around in the air. And it's fucking really, really scary and sucks. But... um, So the only reason why I'm bringing this up at the top of the show is because if you do have symptoms, but you're okay, you know, you can't panic and be selfish and just go out. The only way that you should go and really seek some help, honestly, is if you cannot breathe, you're having real serious, you know, trouble breathing, real problems with that. If you have, um, like a, a, a crazy fever and like, there's just really like a need where you have to go because something is really seriously wrong. Other than that, if you're just developing symptoms, plus people have anxiety about this. So everybody's feeling something. Do I have it? Do I not have it? Just stay home, stay calm. Um, don't panic if you can't smell anything or taste anything and be like, I have it. I had two days of that. I'm not going to lie. The night that I couldn't smell something, I was like, Oh my God. And it was really hilarious because I woke my up, my wife up in the middle of the night. I, I, I woke my wife up, I wake her up, it was like, I don't know, a week or so ago, and I go, and by the way, I did hear that if you do lose smelling or taste, but you feel okay, it could be a very mild strain, almost like asymptomatic, and you're smelling and stuff, from what I've read, comes back in about, you know, they say anywhere between like 9 and 14 days, and um, and I'm starting to get mine back, but I, I can't smell anything, and I lost my shit, dude, for a second. Because Rudy Gobert put something out. Hey, an update. I haven't been able to smell for four days. Anybody else experiencing this? And he got like 1,200 comments right away. And I fucking, I started to smell Febreze. I tried to smell Febreze and I couldn't. So I'm spraying this shit in my face. Nothing. And uh, I wake my wife up. It's like, I don't know. It's probably like 1 in the morning, 1230 at night. I go, babe, you got to get out. You got to get out. I got to talk to you. And she comes out all tired. She goes, what? I go, I can't smell anything. And that's something that people are saying. And she just looked at me and she's like, what the fuck are you waking me up for? And she's like, maybe you got a stuffy nose. It was just really funny. Like, you're waking me up. to Imagine somebody wakes you up in a panic and goes, I can't smell anything. So I'm running all over the house looking for candles and shit, whiskeys. I'm trying to smell something and I can't. And it freaked me out. And then the first two days, you're kind of like... It's kind of like a shitty, lonely feeling. I'm just like laying there going like, I I have symptoms of this thing. And then I was like, you know what? I see all these people on TV and everybody. And I'm like, I don't know for a fact I have it. And if I I did have it and I feel this way, then I'm so much more fortunate than people that have, have the bad one. And that was days and days ago. And everything seems to be better and I'm feeling good. So, um... Stay inside. If you, if, if you have these things, do not panic. Um, if you do have symptoms, but you're able to get up and walk around and, and things are, seem okay and you just feel a little off, then, then that's fine. Um, but they're running out. And first of all, they, no, no one's even going to see you if you don't have a fever. And you don't have like a hard time breathing. Like they're not even, right now, it's so chaotic. The, the These workers and these doctors, they got so much shit going on with people that are in dire, dire need of things um, that they're not seeing anybody, you know, you can't go in and be like, yeah, my fever was a 98.7 and I went jogging today. I just want to make sure like they're going to be like, go fuck yourself, go home. Stay inside, guys. Okay. If you have a neighbor or a friend or somebody that's close to you, just hit them up and say, can you just run to the store for me, please leave it on my doorstep or find out these places that are like, um, you know, a curbside pickup or some of these places you just pop the trunk and they put it in your trunk for you. Like do that. But, um, you know, and I also want to apologize on this because I kind of made light of this thing too much light of this thing. I'd say not like, I wasn't like, you know, who cares about anybody getting sick, but I thought that this was a media little bit of a frenzy, um, and seeing what it's doing, seeing what it's doing in my city of New York and what it's doing all over the world really is a really fucked up, horrible thing. So, um, honestly, just don't be selfish. Just stay inside, get the stuff that you need to be inside for at least 14, 15 days. And, um, here's what's worked for me. Why I haven't really felt too bad, Um, is I'm drinking like eight to 10 waters a day, 16 ounce waters. I'm drinking over 100 ounces of water a day. I'm taking vitamin D. I'm resting and I'm taking care of myself. All right. So um, there you go. I'm driving my wife fucking crazy. All right. With my questions, with everything, telling her to read articles. I'm reading articles. You know, I'm going to be the next fucking Dr. Fauzi. I know I know more shit about this. Um, but so that's my thing. Do I know I had it or have it, uh, a hundred percent? I can't say that I do. Cause I just, I'm not waste. I don't have the testing. And as soon as I started to develop symptoms, they said, just stay in your fucking house. And I listened. So, um, I, and I, I gotta be honest, I haven't had a fever for days. My cough is gone and the, the senses seem to have come back. So, and I felt that, and I've heard and read that people that had that happen have been cleared by doctors. So if I had this guys, I could be knock on wood, please hope to God, uh, it stays like this, but, um, could be out of the woods and and hopefully immune to this thing. I will obviously keep you guys updated, let you guys know. But the reason why I told you that is because you got to stay the fuck inside. When I see people like out and just outside and doing things and around people, and it's just a selfish thing. All right, because this thing is attacking people that can't handle it. You know, obviously don't smoke. And these fat people, I'm not trying to be rude, but if you're real, I mean heavy. If you're like fat fucking, let's be honest. If you're a big fat fuck right now and you smoked, you better lock yourself. I mean, you probably shouldn't lock yourself in your house. You probably end up eating yourself to death, but <laughs> it's a lose-lose. No, um, stay inside, guys. Just stay inside. And, and all these people... That are talking about like, oh I'm stir crazy. I got I got cabin fever. This is horrible. This is a it's like you got PlayStation 4, you got Xbox, you got Amazon, Hulu. Give me a break. You're gonna be fine. Oh my god, I gotta just walk in my beautiful backyard. Oh my god, all I can do is play fetch with my dog and watch my kids run around. What am I gonna do with myself? I just I I don't know what to do. Yeah, I'm making these amazing dinners and I could drink alcohol at night and not have to get up for work the next day or I have to get in the car. My God, I'm going to be hung over with nothing to do. I mean, what are we going to do here? You know, the other night I had four Bloody Marys naked because I just can because there's nothing to do tomorrow. But isn't that horrible? I mean, I'm going crazy in here. Got all kinds of different wines and and bottles and stuff to drink. I just it's just not normal for people to be sheltered like this. <laughs> it's like I don't what do you people want? You know? And fine, if you're in a small apartment in New York, yes, it does suck. But don't tell me you don't have Netflix or who you could watch every season of The Wire, Breaking Bad, you know, The Sopranos, the the you know, The Office, the whatever, Mad Men, You could literally, this is your time when everyone's like, who's got the time? I don't have 70-something hours. Who's got the time? Well, guess what? You have 70-something hours now. You could watch every show back and forth. All right? Everybody's watching this Tiger King, this shit show. Let's talk about this absolute shitstorm for a second. This blonde, mulleted, I mean, this guy, Joe Exotic, running around with guns in his, you know. just Oh, my God. these guy's... Just kissing people with no teeth. I mean, I've never... This thing is filled with no teeth, guns, wild cats, murder plots. Um, I mean, I don't even know. It is... I, it's a train wreck that you're almost like, I got to keep watching this. How am I not going to keep watching this? I've never seen anything like it. Um, <laughs> This is the most bizarre show and it's a phenomenon because but the the song he sings is he did a music video in it and he sings like a country song and um not gonna lie if it is his voice it's not a bad voice but the song in the video is just it's so it's so bad and simple yet you can't not watch it it's the one of the weirdest things ever um if you guys don't know it's about this guy joe exotic he had a a wild cat uh, zoo in Oklahoma. And then there was a woman in uh, South Carolina. Is it South Carolina? No, I'm sorry. A woman in Florida who had another like wild cat thing, but she says he kept him too much in captivity and shouldn't have had them like that. They need to be more free. And then the whole thing is that he, you know, plotted her murder or tried to have her killed and all this stuff. And it's this whole thing, but it is a bunch of characters with, you know, you know, no limbs, no teeth, and some. I mean, it's a wild ride. But hey, you're quarantined, so what else are you gonna do? You know what I mean? Like nobody could say, "Oh, okay, the movie sucked." Guess what? You got another 22 hours this uh, th- this day to go watch something else. Go watch something. I did see Richard Jewell, which I really liked. It's about the uh, security guard who found the bag of explosives at Incent- uh, Centennial Park in, um, Atlanta during the 96 Olympic summer games. And it's really good. Kathy Bates plays his mom. I think it was directed by Clint Eastwood. Sam Rockwell plays the guy's lawyer and crushes. Um, I loved it. I really loved it. I loved like, not only this was the story good and they said they kept it really true to what happened, but, um, the acting was really great. And, and like I said, like these aren't times to be picky about entertainment. You know, these just aren't, you're going to see a bunch of shitty things. And you know what? Right now, I would compare it to everything you watch right now, it's like watching something on an airplane. You know, I got to tweet that. Everything you watch now is like watching something on an airplane. Whether it's good or bad, you just keep watching it and you're thankful the time's going by. That's exactly what the, we are in right now. Okay? Um, so I don't think anybody should be complaining you have no sports. Like normally I'd be like, oh, I want to watch a movie, but I can't tonight because I got to check the game. Right? Now there's not that. Now it's just like, I've seen movies. I saw Knives Out, which I liked. I saw Richard Jewell, which I liked. Um, did we see something else? The, the kids are the kids have been watching the Simpsons movie. You know what's funny about little kids? When they like a movie, they could watch it on a loop for four days straight. Just It just starts and, and the whole thing. Or me, I can't you know I can't just keep watching Richard Jewell. Um, a couple of movies I would recommend during this uncut gems I saw it twice. That's a wild ride, and that's one you could watch a couple times. And Adam Sandler kills it so hard in that, so that's a good one to watch. Um, Star Wars, I'm definitely gonna watch Star Wars again. Me and my son saw it in the movie theater. Why not see it now? Um, and uh, yeah, a bunch of these movies. So I don't want to hear people going like this is the hardest time. You know, if listen, if you are in a studio apartment, I'm not gonna lie, my brother lived on Murray, was it Murray Hill? 36th and something in the city, I forgot. My brother had like a kitchenette in his living room, a bathroom, and then basically like a glorified prison cell. He was living in like a 15 by 12, it was amazing what the rent he was paying in Manhattan for this thing. And if you're in that right now and there are people that are, that's got to be like, it's like, well, you do got to go outside and go for a walk. Put something, I mean, if you're in a studio apartment right now, that's like a prison cell. This is like jail. But don't post a picture or a video on Instagram of you playing video games or reading a book going, oh, when's this going to end? Because I got news for you people. When this shit ends, you're going to fucking miss it. Okay, obviously not the scare of a virus, obviously not the horrible shit you're seeing on the news. I'm not saying that. Okay, that is horrible. And that's another thing I want to talk about after this. But you got to turn the news off, too. But I'm not talking about that. But what I'm saying is working from home, having your children a room away, your kid could run up to you in the middle of the day, hug you. They're there. Okay, you want to just stop for one second, go upstairs, grab a drink, grab something to eat. You can't do that in a fucking cubicle when people are there. So think about that shit. All right, think about that. This this whole thing is like Eli Manning. You complain about him when he's there, but wait when he's gone. Okay, this whole thing is Eli Manning, Patrick Ewing. People who know sports know what I mean. We You're going to miss and you're going to appreciate that you had your family and that you had your family safe and that everybody was together. That's the shit that matters. Not, oh, I can't fucking go to Trader Joe's. What am I going to do? It's like, you, you know, it's fine. You don't need to do that. Um, But to the news thing, I wanted to say, okay, Um, the news thing, I got to the two things I actually got to write down because I think I got two. I think I got two good ones here. I think... uh, What was the one that I said? Uh, Oh, it's like watching a movie on a plane. Movie on a plane. Pastime. And Eli Manning. Eli Manning. You'll miss it. Alright. There you go. Sorry. I shouldn't be writing. But you know what? It's good that I did that. Because if I didn't do that, I would have been like, Do I have to listen back? And then whatever. Um, Also, guys... Uh, this week, the uh, new uh, Paul Verza YouTube channel is going to be updated, and it's updated with clips and podcasts, which you could see, new artwork, which is already done. The, the artwork for it now, the new one with the three images of me in different colors, they just changed. They just made two of the colors a different picture of me, and then one in the middle the same. So it's like three personalities or whatever. So that is um, also on the YouTube page. You're going to be able to get clips and highlights. So let's say that rant that I did about missing this, that'll be on there. Um, we're going to uh, keep posting stuff up. My buddy, Andrew Themlis, who does a bunch of um, stuff for podcasts in LA for all things comedy, he's helping me with this stuff. So a shout out to Andrew Themless. He's great. Um, and um, he told me something. And let me just tell you something real quick about Andrew Themlis. Great kid, by the way. Kid's Greek, so you know. I'm always going to be biased. but um, he's, His favorite movie is Beverly Hills Cop with Eddie Murphy. It's in my top 20, maybe ever. Maybe even 15. So we were talking about that because I was hanging with him in L.A. And he actually wrote an idea for Beverly Hills Cop 4. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I think they already have another script, but his idea and his thing for Beverly Hills Cop 4 was fucking fantastic. He's a great writer, great producer. Uh, look him up. Andrew Themis. He's great. He's helping with all Verzi Effect stuff and, um, and the YouTube channel. So it's going to be there. All these rants are going to, uh, be on there too. And more stand up. We're actually going to put a clip a clip. Uh, I got a joke that I did. That's probably not going to be in my special because it's more of a topical thing. We're going to put that out on um, social media today. So there's going to be another um, thing. And I'm doing these Zoom podcasts with all these comedians that ask me to do it. So you'll be seeing a lot of uh, me and my growing beard, which I need to uh, trim down today. Man, I feel good. I hope this keeps up. And and by the way, know this too. This is another thing. And I'm going to talk about the news in a second. Guys, there was a lot of you listening to this right now that had the coronavirus and it went away and you didn't know. As a matter of fact, they're saying a lot of people who got the flu and a bad cold that they could not shake in January probably had it and is now immune to it. Okay, you there's no way if you're in New York City you didn't walk down the street and go past somebody that had it, but you might have just beat it and, and are immune to it. I have a friend who was in bed for two weeks, fever, shaking. He's actually a friend of a friend, but we're more of acquaintances. We're more than acquaintances now. He's he's a he's a friend, and I love this dude. I'm obviously not going to mention his name because I don't want it. But he was in bed for two weeks, hard time breathing, fever, couldn't shake it, and that was in late January, early February, or whatever it was. Might even been mid February. I'm sorry, it was like in mid February or something. And and then it, it finally went away. That in my opinion, that was it. I have a family member who I love very much who had the most awful dry cough I've ever heard in my life for three weeks. And I was on the phone with this person going, that is one of the worst. That does not sound good. And they were like, yeah, the doctor said like the flu's coming up, but it's different. They can't figure it out. And I had it for three weeks. That person is fine now. I think that person had it. So think back to if you had a fever in the last couple of months and then before that, see how long you had a fever because I haven't had a fever. I haven't had a fever in a long, long time. And then I had a little bit of a low grade with the symptoms that I felt. So um, I think that either people have had it before or, or have mild symptoms of it. But don't watch the news and get panicked. Turn the news off and watch a movie. If you feel okay, get your mind off it. They're saying that a ton of people are showing up to these doctors. Oh, pain in my chest, shortness of breath. You know what shortness of breath, the biggest thing is? Anxiety anxiety and listen I know anxiety cuz of what I went through basically my whole life but especially in 2016 so you're going to be fine if you if you have very mild stuff and there are other allergies and colds I'm not saying my lack of smell and taste you know I'm not saying it couldn't be something else it could be I mean I never experienced it before and and obviously like I said I didn't test positive for this virus but um definitely with the aches and the energy stuff and the low-grade fever and some of the things I was reading, I was like, okay, well, whatever it is, I'm just, I'm not going to panic. My wife will shut me down if I start to anyway, because as soon as I'm like this, my wife's like, we're good. You know, you got to, my wife is the strongest. I mean, who knows what would happen if my wife wasn't here. I'd probably be outside running around the streets, crying in my underwear somewhere, asking for help. I don't know. Probably not. I mean, listen, let's not knock my, let me, let me take that back. (laughs) because that all she does all she needs to hear is that and be like yeah no i don't know though she's a tough woman what do you want from me um but the news is a lot of you know doom and gloom and although it's horrible out there i don't like how the news isn't saying a lot of the things that they they you know they say yeah they're like oh well you know a 30 year old has complications of course. A twenty. You, you, we know that some people that are younger, 40 year old whatever, but what they need to tell is that 95% of these people are 75 years and older. In Italy, the death rate was like 90 something percent over 79 years old. Um, so yes, there's going to be some, you find out some kids that get it. You find out some people in their 20s, 30s and 40s and 50s that get it. But like those numbers are so small and they love to just keep, like they'll scroll about and breaking. 32 year old in critical condition and it's like and then you come to find out that that person had some had some something. So and then all of a sudden guess what? You're home, you're a 32 year old, you're like, "Oh fuck, you start sweating, you start panting and you're like, I got this thing, I got to go to the hospital." It's like the as good as the news is for scaring people to stay home, it's also kind of crazy how paranoid and, and and you know anxious it makes people. So stay away, watch Game of Thrones, play video games. Dr. Oz says, you know, I told Dr. Oz says, have a lot of sex. You want to laugh? So, Dr. Oz said that if you want to live a long life and you want things to, and you want to like, you know, just be free and loose and live a long life, just have a lot of sex, all the sex you could have with your partner. So, the other day, I said to my wife, I think like two days ago, I go, babe, did you hear what Dr. Oz said? He said, the key to a long life is having a lot of sex, like all the time with your partner. And my wife just looks at me, rolls her eyes and goes, Dr. Oz doesn't live with you. So, um, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be having much sex, guys. Um, but anyway, I got to be honest, for a pandemic, um, you know, it could be worse. You know, it could be... And I was just thinking... And by the way, think about this for a second. I gotta say, I think the NBA shutting down when they shut down is one of... And gonna go down in history as one of the greatest moves ever. Like, think about that. 15,000 to 18,000 people in the same room, okay... This thing they say after somebody sneezes or talks, and little particles come out of your mouth that sits there, it could stay there for a long time, float around for a little while. Could you imagine if nationwide sporting events were still going on because you know the NBA led the way, and um, and I think them shutting down when they did really made people go, "Wow, sports needs to shut down," and uh, it's gonna go down as as a as a silver lining and a saving grace for many many people. So you got to give kudos to that. Speaking of sports, it is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Um that we just don't have anything. I mean I get it. I don't mean ridiculous in a way that's a bad thing. I'm saying it's just ridiculous that like in the first time in my lifetime that you're just you can't I mean you gotta watch two guys play ping pong like six feet away from each like It's unbelievable. I know some of these soccer teams are playing with each other in like these gigantic empty stadiums and stuff, but this is like really just the fact that you can't watch any. I mean, I'll watch a dart game right now. I'll watch two guys play darts right now. You know, let's get seriously, let's get a bocce tournament on ESPN. You know, just a couple of old Italians who don't give a fuck if they get it because, you know, they'd rather die rolling a ball. I'll watch that. I'll bet money on, you know, Vincenzo, and Giuseppe to beat Mario and Luigi. <laughs> I didn't even realize that Mario and Luigi, as I said that. Um, oh, There's a spider on the wall. So, uh, yeah, the, the no sports is weird, but we're just hanging in there, guys. We're hanging in there. We're doing the best that we can. Um, definitely losing some weight on this. So this, uh, this, whatever is going on, this pandemic diet is, because um, I'm going to tell you right now, you're getting two types of people that come out of this thing. You're getting a bunch of fat fucks that are going to have to be rolled out of their house or you're going to get people who use this time constructively and they, you know, ate the right way because they know they weren't moving around. Like, that's what I'm doing. I know I'm not moving a lot, so I'm not putting anything else in my body besides water. I'm not putting anything else, like like, late night, I mean last night the only thing is last night my kids were like mommy bake a cake so I took the smallest little sliver of it but uh oh it was good and it is sitting somewhere right now and I'm gonna do everything I can to not think about it but um oh and I'm gonna do the verzi effect zoom with the verzi effect logo in the background because my wife just uh like I had I know how to do the zoom obviously but there's a way to get the logo in the background and do it so, uh, the next one I'm going to, but I don't want to do it live. So what I want to do is I want to do it. And then as soon as I'm done doing it, put it out there, but I will do a live one. I just don't want to do the first one live cause I just don't know how it works. So, um, hopefully that, that will work out soon, but I'm going to talk to Andrew about that. I'm going to, um, figure that stuff out as well. So, um, that is pretty much it. I will do, um, an unacceptable and, um, and then I'm not going to read your guys' unacceptables. I'm going to read them. Uh, I'll read them next time. But um I guess my unacceptable this week. Uh by the way, you guys listening to TVE episode 440 here this week. Um I guess what's unacceptable is um I guess just the fact that like this the the fact that this thing is so political um it's a shitty thing. And listening and seeing people online post about, well, the Democrats did this with this bill or the voting and, you know, people are dying because of this guy and, you know, Trump with this and Trump with that. I mean, I listen, I get, I get it. I get it. But like that shit is not helping people like literally laying on a hospital floor right now dying, you know? So like showing that all the time, like I liked actually some news that I liked, and this is an acceptable, so I'll put this in there as well, is that they're opening the Jacob Javits Center in New York City, and they're basically going to turn it into a big fucking hospital, and they're just getting beds and equipment and all that stuff, and that's going to really give relief and help some hospitals. That's great. Like, show that. Show somebody on the ventilator. Show like the, you know, show, talk to these nurses who are seeing things, and show that stuff, and see how you could win. I don't care you know, that's, I mean, listen, it is frustrating when, when when certain things happen in the political. I get that. But, like, just, you know, let's start, like, not talking about, like, whose fault. This We have, listen, there's going to be an election. That's going to come out anyway. Okay? That's going to come out anyway. Who's ever, who's ever fucking up right now, it's going to be more exposed in November than anything we've ever. No, listen, if, if somebody's fucking up right now, it's going to get exposed and that person's done. And if that's Trump, it's done now. Because I, I always thought Trump was going to win a re-election. And now, you never know. You know, this Italian kid Cuomo could come in. And, uh, and I'm going to be very honest here, okay? I got to be very honest with you people, okay? This might not sound like the most um, intelligent thing, okay? So excuse my ignorance on this next statement. But I got to be honest. Even though I'm half Greek, love my mother. I'm also half Sicilian. And to have an Italian in the White House named Cuomo is going to be something really, really hard for me to not vote for. (laughs) I have talked to some of my black friends who were like, I didn't care what Obama's policies were. Okay, it's a black kid going to the White House. Okay, I'm a black kid. He's in. I got to be honest. Just the fact that spaghetti sauce will be, you know, Smelled throughout that White House on Sunday mornings or Sunday afternoons, I should say, um, with a guy named Cuomo who looks like he does. You know, because you know when Cuomo goes out, he's wearing a leather. Look at all of his like street clothes stuff jeans and a leather. Could you imagine seeing Cuomo just walk out of the White House, jeans, shoes? He's going out to the smoke shop. He's got a leather jacket on with the barricade going with him. I mean, I don't know. It's going to be hard to not vote for an Italian in the White House. So uh, we'll figure that out. But, uh, you know, I'm probably not voting for any of these fucking liars. But anyway, (laughs) they're all fully shit. But um, so there you go, guys. That's pretty much it. Wanted to just update you. Stay inside and let the 14 days ride out, whatever it is. Um, Please stay healthy with your family um, take care of one another, don't go out there and risk somebody for a fucking bottle of wine or cat food, get it delivered, or you can go to one of these places, my wife was just telling me some of these places, you can pull up, and they'll put it in your trunk, Target is doing that, um, I think some supermarket stopping shops are doing that, um, so do whatever you can to stay away from everybody, and stay home as much as possible, um, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. And you guys can check me out on a bunch. I've been doing Bobby Kelly's podcast on zoom. Um, I'm going to be doing more. They're always on my Instagram. You could follow me on Instagram. Um, you know, Paul Verzi V-I-R-Z-I, at Paul Verzi, V I R Z I same thing with, um, Twitter. Check out the uh, YouTube channel which, um, is being worked on, but I think it's still available right now. So you could check out the YouTube channel and check out all that stuff. Stay safe. Uh, I feel very fortunate that I feel healthy and good right now. And again, I don't know what I had and what was going on, but, um, I did what they told me. I stayed in and I took care of myself and I'm feeling a lot better. So there you have it. This has been episode 440. Uh, I love you guys. Enjoy all the shows and we will, uh, we'll talk next week. Take care.